0: Welcome to BIV Today, the daily business news podcast from business in Vancouver newspaper and BIV.com. I'm Tyler Orton. Coming up, we've got a very interesting discussion regarding the shifts that we're seeing in M&A activity here in Canada, as well as BC specifically. But a couple events I want to mention here. First up, we have Retirement Ready coming up February 28th. That is at the Shangri-La Hotel. Also at the Shangri-La Hotel coming up February 21st is the Due Diligence and Valuation Panel. And with regards to our conversation, we are speaking to Jim McGuigan on this show. He is a managing partner, the BC region, of PwC Canada. He's going to break down the latest results on M&A activity from their newest report, including the ways that Canadian investors are rethinking their approaches to cannabis and technology companies. One last thing to mention here, the Influential Women in Business Awards are coming up March 8th. This is at the Fairmont Waterfront Hotel. I bring up all of these events. If you want to find out all the little details, I'd go to biv.com slash events. Everything's there. That said, let's get the show on the road with Jim McGuigan. So 2018 was a bit of an unpredictable year on everything from the markets to international trade. But despite all that, the country had a strong go at mergers and acquisitions last year. With us to break it all down from the big industry stories as well as what we can expect for 2019, it is Jim McGuigan. He is managing partner, BC Region at PwC Canada. Jim, great to talk to you once again. Thanks for having me. So I gotta ask, and I think this is a story that a lot of people have been following all of twenty eighteen at least, but how much of a role did say the legalization of recreational cannabis play in last year's MA activity in Canada?
1: Yeah, the uh, the cannabis sector was a was a very active sector kind of relative to, to past years and, and relative to other sectors generally speaking. Um that, that sector, uh, the, the deal activity in twenty eighteen in Canada was was almost double what it was in two thousand seventeen And that same activity was uh, relevant uh, here in British Columbia.
0: So I'm curious, though, when we look into 2019, do you anticipate that the activity will be maybe on par with what we saw last year? Do you think it's going to go into a bit of a cool off mode? Do you think that there's going to be other considerations that the industry is going to have to think about?
1: Yeah, in the cannabis sector. I think that's uh, that's a, that's a good question. I think it's it's uncertain as to the level of activity. There obviously was a lot last year. I think the 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 nature of the activity may be subject to change. For example, uh, with the legalization, I think you had a lot of companies that uh, were, were were startups or or were were consolidating. I think uh, the the theme probably in 2019 will be one where uh, these companies how 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 what will their revenue traction be? Will there be some profitability in the, in the sector? I think you're gonna see probably the emergence of some winners and, and unfortunately there'll be some 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 losers that are also going to emerge just because there's so many companies that are pursuing this particular area. So I, I think it'll be an active year, but I think the nature of the activity will change. And uh, again, one where I think the, 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 the quality companies will start to emerge and, and some others will fall out.
0: Well, yeah, I'm I'm very interested in that particular conversation because a lot of people are questioning maybe the the market caps on some of these. And and I'm wondering if you anticipate that there will be maybe a a come down to earth sort of moment that will unfold this coming year. Maybe there won't be, maybe that'll actually spark more M&A activity just because some of the prices are coming down. What do you think is that at all a possibility?
1: Possible. I think when you when the lead up to the, the legalization, I think the, the market cap, the cumulative market cap of the entire sector was was obviously very, very uh, buoyant, very high. And then as soon as the legalization actually, in fact, kicked in, I think the the general, uh, the overall market capitalization of all those companies in the sector declined. And that was obviously a function of the, the legalization happened. Uh, maybe reality set in as well as in the last uh, few months of, of, of 2018. The overall market corrected and um, valuation softened at the, at the end of the year, and, and the sector, the cannabis sector, was, was, was not immune from that.
0: And one of the other things that I think I keep going back to just when I think about 2018 as a whole is just concerns over protectionism, like international uh, protectionism. And I'm wondering, do you think that that maybe kept investors at bay to a certain degree? It was still a very busy year. How much of a factor did that play in this conversation around M&A?
1: So in terms of protectionism and trade, I think that did have an effect on the the M&A market. So I think what you saw in Canada was... was, uh a higher level of activity with Canadian companies investing in the United States and elsewhere. Maybe try to, uh, to anticipate the, uh, the, the protectionism to, uh, to get a foothold into other territories where where they could uh, avoid some of the uh, tariffs and whatnot. Um, so I think, again, based upon the uncertainty on, on trade and protectionism, I think you're gonna probably see continued activity. Canadian companies looking to, uh, to invest abroad would be a continued theme uh, for 2019.
0: So, uh for me, at the newspaper uh, my my daily beat is focused on the technology sector, and I'm curious though how did the tech sector you know end up going with regards to m and a activity back in twenty eighteen and where do you see it going this year
1: so you're you're picking on another good sector Tyler so uh technology uh that the deal activity in two thousand eighteen was up almost thirty percent relative to the prior year it was a very active sector so you have a lot of uh, things going on. Um, so, for example, companies that are exposed to, are like well, the, the, the hot areas are artificial intelligence, data analytics, machine learning. And what you're seeing is a lot of companies that are going into complementary areas. So, for example, company in the material sector might be investing in a technology company to help them within their own sector. So you're seeing a lot of uh, activity across uh, in, in industries right now. And in, in addition, you're, you're seeing uh, uh, technology uh, or activity, say, for instance, Take financial services sector, you saw a significant rise in activity there. That's another sector that is looking for uh, acquiring tech companies to to advance their, uh, their their businesses. So, so I we we think at PwC that um, technology will continue to be a very active part of the economy. Big big uh, big deal of activity in terms of Canadian the Canadian marketplace and, and NBC.
0: Well, here's my own theory. And let me know if you think that there's any reason to think that I might be on the right track or the wrong track. But I mean, if you look at Canada overall, we've been very much kind of a natural resources centered sort of economy. Do you think that maybe the reason there's so much activity with regards to technology is there's that much more room for growth among Canadian investors looking at Canadian companies?
1: Well, your your theory looks uh, maybe maybe solid, uh, Tyler. Um, I think in terms terms of technology. I mean, if we we are as Canadians, we we are one of the lowest um, innovative countries in the world. Uh, unfortunately, uh, those are the statistics are are bearing out where we're we're not not as active in the uh, in innovation as other countries. So, and it is perhaps because we are a little bit, Dependent, maybe too dependent on on the resource sectors or or, the, or commodity sectors. So um, there's a there's a huge opportunity to uh, to invest more in technology. Yet, you know that's where the future is. Uh, you take a look at well, you take a, take a look at uh, a lot of the global companies those who've who've appreciated significantly in value. You know, many of them are technology related. So in Canada, I think we've got a long way to go. There's a lot of upsides still with technology companies. And so, uh, again, I think your, your theory of maybe moving offers or sector and, and maybe more into technology would be a
0: prudent one. Well, that's good news for me. It'll keep me busier at the newspaper, too. (laughs) And uh, as we wrap up here, though, uh, Jim, just from your perspective, though, as the uh, managing partner of the BC region, are you able to kind of take away, you know, look at the national landscape and then see what's going on in BC specifically? Do do you have any thoughts about how BC performed with regards to M&A activity this past year?
1: Yeah, so in the British Columbia market, was, it, well, our our economy is very consistent in terms of activity, deal activity relative to the to the, to the nation. Um, in in terms of British Columbia, the sectors that were, in terms of the number of deals that were done, the material sector continues to be the number one sector, followed by healthcare. So that's really that covers off the cannabis, and then followed by industrials and then technology. So those will be the big four in BC in terms of number of deals and in terms of value deals. Sort of material sector number one, technology two. Uh, real estate would be three, and healthcare, four. So again, that would cover off um, uh, the cannabis sector. And then I think what you see in BC is that uh, there were some significant transactions that took place, some larger deals. So for example, Motorola bought uh, uh, Vigilon for about $1.4 billion. PayPal purchased HyperWallet systems for just over $500 million. So you're seeing a lot of the high-quality companies in British Columbia are, are, are attractive targets to global companies. I think that's, way, that's a trend we, we think is going to continue here in British Columbia. So, and then, you know, as an example, just after 2018, obviously you see the the the, uh, the transaction involving Goldcorp and, and Newmont Mining. So again, another example where high-quality British Columbia companies are, are are on the radar screen for for international companies. Um, so that's uh, that's a, again a trend that we anticipate. We'll continue in 2019
0: and beyond. And I, I can't help but notice, but uh, two of the big companies that you mentioned there at the big deals, uh, HyperWallet as well as a vigilon technology companies here in BC. So I, I will continue to be busy as we continue to cover a lot of this stuff going forward. We think so. Uh, <laughs> we think so. As well. Excellent. Well, uh, Jim, once again, thank you so much for joining us on the program. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks for, thanks for having me. That's Jim McGuigan. He is managing partner, BC Region, for PwC Canada. And that's it for the show today. Thank you for listening. You can find our archives on Apple Podcasts as well as Stitcher. And we also encourage you to go ahead and share with your friends and leave a review. It's going to help other people find this podcast. For now, I'm Tyler Orton. and Thank you for listening.